So I guess just in that case, what could be the missing pieces? Maybe if we speak about scaling up or also you can pinpoint about, about maybe what's maybe the question that leads you to answer the, the transition from, uh, for example, to civil state. Is it the material or structure? Or, I don't know if you can reveal about that. Yeah, oh, well, so the, the key the key really is the material, the solid state uh, separator material that we've made. Uh, people have looked at many different classes of material over the last, uh, again, 40 plus years, uh, but none of them met the core requirements. In particular, none of them met the requirements of preventing dendrites. Uh, even today, there are many other solid state approaches that are out there. Uh, people are using sulfide-based separators. People are using polymer-based separators, um, oxide-based separators, but every single one of them that we've seen uh, results in dendrites. Now, if you have dendrite formation, you can still make cells and and um, and, and uh, uh, run them if you compromise one of a couple of things. You can either revert back to a carbon or silicon anode as opposed to lithium metal anode. Uh, that, that'll prevent dendrites. Uh, but then you're no better off than today's lithium ion batteries because you just have the same architecture as lithium ion today. Um, or you can compromise the test conditions, run these batteries at... Um, uh, at lower rates of power or higher temperatures uh, or for uh, a shorter number of cycles. Uh, but any one of those three things makes your uh, battery not practical for real uh, EV use. So um, the challenge has been to make a separator that's solid state and can prevent dendrites under uncompromised test conditions. That's what we did. And then in December, uh, you might've seen, we showed a number of, of results uh, that made clear that the cell can cycle uh, for up to a thousand cycles uh, with something like 90% capacity retention, which is above the spec of um, 800 cycles to 80% capacity retention. Uh, we showed the ability to fast charge. We showed the ability to work at low temperature. Um, so all those were really key breakthroughs. Um, all that's been shown with actual data that we published in December. Since then, um, what we uh, focus on is taking that single layer cell, single layer means it's one cathode, one anode, and one separator, and, and uh, uh, stacking those single layers up into a multi-layer cell. Uh, the multi-layer cell allows us to uh, increase the capacity of the cell, the amount of energy stored in the cell. Um, and the multi-layering problem uh, is, uh, involves no new chemistry, right? All the chemistry is encapsulated in that single layer. So there's no new materials and no new interfaces that are introduced when you go to a multi-layer cell. Uh, but um, uh, but but you do get more energy. So it's it's a the interactions are when you stack the layers up, you have more mechanical interaction and electrical interaction. These these layers are connected in parallel electrically, uh, but no new chemistry. So we've been working on that. We announced that we uh, we we had made four layer cells uh, on our, our last earnings call, for example, uh, and the behavior of those cells is very similar uh, to what we uh, uh, saw with the single layer cells. But that's just the starting point. We now need to uh, stack up to eight to 10 layers. Our goal for that is end of this year. And then by next year, we uh, are targeting being up into dozens of layers uh, in these cells. When we get up to dozens of layers, that will be what we call the commercially relevant uh, form factor. Uh, that will be what we intend to actually uh, uh, you know, put into, into cars. Uh, but even after we make those multiple dozens of layers, we still need to be able to scale up the production capacity of, of, of the process, be able to make you know, uh, thousands and hundreds of thousands of cells uh, so we can put them into cars. Each car takes about a thousand cells. So, uh, you know, you need a lot of cells to get a lot of cars. Um, and then we need to keep improving the process here. We need to, you know, um, uh, there's work to be done in terms of making the process, you know, um, 
uh, more consistent, so we can you know uh, uh, have less variability in these cells. Uh, uh, you know, uh, making it um, uh, more uniform, uh, you know, higher throughput. Those are all things we have to work on as part of the process. So uh, a lot more work to be done. Uh, but but the fact that we have the core chemistry means it makes sense to do that work. If we didn't have the core chemistry, it would have made no sense to try to work on scaling up a chemistry that doesn't work. Right? So I'm curious, uh, you mentioned many interesting points. Do you think that maybe reproducibility of this kind of behavior or of the, the cells will be different. Do you believe that if you have like dozen of layers or I don't know what kind of anticipation, what could be different? You are, I don't know how you anticipate the process would looks like or challenging. So, so you know, uh, as I mentioned, when, when you when you stack multiple layers up, there's no new chemistry involved. And all of the behavior of the battery really comes from the chemistry. So, you know, the, the energy density, the, the, the charge times, uh, the, the safety behavior, uh, the resistance of the cell, all those characteristics are a function of the chemistry. So the fact that you're not changing the chemistry uh, leads you to expect that there should be no changes, uh, no fundamental changes in behavior as you stack them up. And that's exactly what we saw when we made the four-layer cell. So the four-layer cell that we showed data on, uh, the cycling behavior uh, was very similar to what we saw in the single-layer cell. It's just that it, was, it had four times the capacity. Uh, and that's what we expect going forward as well. Because all the chemistry is, is um, you know, is in that single layer cell, uh, we don't see a fundamental change in behavior. Uh, we don't expect to see fundamental change in behavior as you stack these up. The, the challenge there is simply, you know, can we reliably uh, stack up these layers, uh, have the right level of alignment between the layers, have the right um, rate of stacking in our stacking tool so we can make enough of these cells. Those kinds of challenges, which are more manufacturing uh, and mechanical engineering related, as opposed to fundamental chemistry. 